All right, time for our fiscal focus segment, uh, as always brought to you by InfoChoice, your choice of information on Australian consumer finance. Uh, this week, we're focusing on the demand for credit cards and personal loans, uh, which is actually now on the rise, according to the latest Consumer Credit Insights report from data analytics and technology company Equifax. Um, joining us to discuss this is Equifax's General Manager of Advisory Solutions, Kevin James. G'day, Kevin. Thanks for joining us on the Savings Tip Jar. Good day. Thanks very much for having me on. Thanks for joining us from currently uh, not so sunny Brisbane. Uh, so I guess we'll just launch into the first question. So um, as Don mentioned earlier, uh, consumers are, are attempting to smooth out the cost of living crunch with credit cards and personal loans. Uh, what are some insights you can give us there? Yeah, so I mean, what we're seeing at the moment is I, I think there's a definite smoothing and a definite balancing of the household balance sheet. You know, we've seen quarter on quarter now growth coming through in both, you know, the personal loan segment and also the credit card segment. And, and, and some of the other things that we're actually noticing as well is, you know, the credit card limits that are actually coming through are about 16% higher than what they were on the same quarter last year. So, you know, we're seeing some, some pressure coming through there. Uh, the personal loans from a, a, a limit point of view and the amount that's being borrowed is pretty much on par as last year. But I think there's a definite utilization of the credit card coming through um, in the market now. Um, and some of that potentially could be because of the value propositions, more international travel, et cetera. But certainly the growth is showing um, that people are starting to rebalance the, the household balance sheets. Now, Kevin, we saw in the report, it showed quite a shocking decline in uh, buy now, pay later applications, which fell uh, 27% compared to the September quarter of last year. Uh, is there anything particular that's uh, driving those applications down so much? Yeah, so probably a couple of things. Um, there's been a fair consolidation of the, of the buy now, pay later market. Um, and, you know, some of the mergers and acquisitions that have happened. The other thing is I think there's been a, a bit of a tightening from a credit point of view on policies and changes on, on what they adopt there. So, you know, we've seen that not only come off this quarter, we saw it come off the quarter before and, you know, the previous quarter. But I, I think what you are seeing as well is, is some of the move there into, you know, the credit card market and the, and the, and the personal loan markets. So we'll move now to um, the, the sort of arrears rates um, on, on credit cards and personal loans. It seems like they're increasing slightly. Um, but so far, it seems like on home loans, it's pretty benign. Um, can you see this, uh, like all the interest rate rises, cost of living crunch, can you see the arrears rates in home loans increasing? And what would happen if that sort of contagion from credit cards and um, personal loans spread to home loans? Would we see um, like default rates um, jump and things like that? Will we see like a, a GFC or can you not see that happening? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, you know, what we see is, is invariably what you see is your your personal loans and credit cards. I mean, are normally the canary in the coal mine, right? And they tend to actually show signs of stress before what we see in the mortgage market. Uh, what we are seeing at, at the moment, at the minute is, I mean, we've seen a 19% growth um, in the number of accounts that have reached the 90-day arrear mark, so the late stage in arrears. So albeit it's coming off a very low balance. I think the savings over, you know, the COVID period, uh, I think there is some resilience um, 
in the consumer market. But I can see that, you know, that is definitely when you see the personal loan growth, you see the credit card growth uh, starting to come through, the reserves, I think, are starting to deplete. And I think, you know, as we go through this festive season uh, into Q1, I think we might see some of the stress on the back end of Q1 um, becoming more normalised to, uh, you know, pre the pandemic times. And just having a look at some of the the, the trends uh, that and patterns that we're seeing from some of the data in the report, I was just having a look back and it looked like there's somewhat of a inverse relationship between uh, the demand for, for home loans uh, compared to the demand for, for personal loans. So I saw, you know, with um, with uh, yeah, pers- uh, home loan demand rising, particularly with that lower interest rates, it looked like the demand for personal loans was dropping quite a bit. But now the demand for home loans is, it seems to be dropping. Personal loans seem to be coming back up. Um, is, right. Does that seem to be the case when it comes to, to credit cards and um, and personal loans, that, that they move a bit differently compared to, to home loans? And, and is that to do all to do with interest rates? Yeah, so I think, you know, the driver and low interest rates affordability actually saw the demand for credit cards drop dramatically. So there's probably a few things there. So, you know, amortising a credit card over three years from the limit tends to put stress on the affordability for the mortgage. So you see a bit of pressure there. So we saw a a big um, demand for the closure of accounts during that period when um, we saw the mortgages going up. We're seeing that now starting to normalise and we're seeing the credit cards starting to come back. So I think what it is, is is a bit of pressure on the actual affordability uh, on the household budgets. And so when they're applying for mortgages, they tend to dispose of debt uh, that they don't need um, to gain that affordability. And I think now they're starting to come back into that market and normalise a little bit more. Now, Kevin, we saw uh, during COVID that um, savings buffers increased by quite a bit. You know, people didn't have any avenues to spend money. There's a lot of stimulus. Uh, by and large, a lot of people still kept their jobs. Um, so are these savings buffers being run down or are they still kind of cushioning the real effects of, you know, the cost of living crunch and interest rate rises? And um, and will we start to see this normalise over the next sort of six months to 12 months? So, I mean, the, the way we see it is absolutely those buffers are starting to be eroded. Um, and I think they, you know, they were built up. There was an abnormal, abnormal, you know, sort of savings that was happening over that period. And they, you know, and normally what we see is when the personal loan demand starts to rise, the credit card demand starts to rise. It's normally on the back of savings buffers starting to be depleted. So I think we can definitely see that. And I think, you know, with the savings being depleted, um, you know, we see that, you know, the, from a delinquency point of view, what we are seeing is there's a lot more stress on those who purchased homes over the last, you know, 24 months rather than those that had homes before. So I think what we are seeing here is, um, you know, depletion of savings uh, and people starting to use unsecured debt um, to try and balance that household balance sheet. And Kevin, just a quick one on uh auto loans so uh we've seen auto loans has come up uh 1.1 compared to the september quarter 2022 so very small growth so um but reasonably flat but what, what where do you see um auto loans over the next 12 months do you, do you see that continuing to grow slowly or do you think they'll start to drop off a bit 
Yeah, Dom, I, th I think what we'll see there is we'll see it sort of starting to stabilise now. I think, you know, what you saw there in that drop was a lot of it was a supply challenge, you know, for a long period of time waiting for new cars to come through. There was a bit of a lag there. So, you know, we saw initially used car market go really sky high and then drop off. And so I think it's starting to normalise. So I think what we will see there is a more normal sort of growth um, because it is still sitting... Um, probably at 0.3% lower than what it was pre, you know, any of the, the pandemic years. For sure. And just one last question, I, I guess we'll end on a sort of call to action for what people can do if they're feeling the cost of living crunch, you know, maybe falling behind on some items of credit. So what, what can people do? Um, and what are you seeing at Equifax with the credit scores among different demographics? So I think what we, you know, when we talk about credit scores, it's, it's a positive positive item, right? We have comprehensive credit reporting now in Australia. It contributes to your score on a monthly basis for good payment behaviours. That all flows through. I think that also in terms of comprehensive credit reporting, there's a hardship flag that doesn't impact scores. And so I think, you know, the call to action would be if you are facing into stress, talk to your lender. There are other options to, to come up with and other solutions. And I think those have certainly broadened, you know, strongly over the last 18 months. But I would, I'd recommend speaking to your lenders because there are options and there are different things to, um, to ensure that you uh, look after your scores. It definitely sounds like a good first port of call there if you're struggling with your, your credit report and your credit score. Uh, Kevin James, really appreciate your time here on this Savings Tip Jar. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for your insights. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Thanks, Kevin.